Christ is the Mediator of All Things by S. Joseph Kidder and Caitlin Campbell Weekly. Joseph Kidder, D. Min, is Professor of Christian Ministry and Discipleship at the Seventh-day Adventist Theological Seminary in Berrien Springs, Michigan, USA. Caitlin Campbell Weekly, MDiv, MSW, is a pastor in Portland, Oregon, USA. When two or more parties wish to move from discordance to harmony with one another, oftentimes it is helpful to call in someone to help with the process, a mediator. Mediation refers to a third party's intervention into a relationship for the purpose of helping achieve resolution. A mediator is the one who steps into the middle of a broken relationship and works as a go-between for everyone to settle conflict. As such, a mediator is on everyone's side, wishing to see relationships mended and brought into harmony once more. This is the role that Jesus chose to take on so that you and I could be reconciled to God. Divine mediation has been the plan ever since the first introduction of sin. The Work of Mediation in the Old Testament In Genesis 3, when sin entered the world, immediately there was a fracture in humanity's relationship with God. Quote, But your iniquities have separated you from your God and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear." End quote. Through the course of the Old Testament, a system of atonement was created to demonstrate the work of repairing man's relationship with God. In the book of Leviticus, special instruction was given to set aside priests who would perform symbolic ceremonies in God's tabernacle. The established sacrificial system and particularly the Day of Atonement, were put in place as a means of bridging the gap of sin between God and man. Quote, And the priest, who is anointed and consecrated to minister as priest in his father's place, shall make atonement, and he shall make atonement for the priests and for all the people of the assembly. End quote. However, the sacrificial system was an imperfect means of repair. It required repeated sacrifice over and over again, and even then the sacrificial system did not bring a complete wholeness back to the divine human relationship. The Work of Mediation in the Person of Jesus Christ The beautiful truth is that Jesus came to earth died for our sins, and now offers himself as our perfect mediator, the one to bring the fullness of reconciliation between us and God. Quote, God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. End quote. Jesus is the perfect go-between in the divine human relationship because he is both God and man. 
Jesus declared, quote, I and my Father are one, end quote. The Apostle Paul also affirmed the full deity and humanity in the person of Christ, quote, For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, end quote. By possessing both a divine and human nature, Jesus is the perfect mediator to create true connection between us and our Heavenly Father. We will now discuss three important functions of Christ's mediation on our behalf. Jesus is our direct access to God. Because of Jesus, we have direct access to the throne of God. Quote, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. End quote. As our mediator, Christ creates a way, the only way, of access between ourselves and our Heavenly Father. Coming to earth, our mediator, Jesus Christ, fully understands what it means to be human, experiencing pain, suffering, and temptation. But he has also become our high priest, able to sympathize with us and offer grace and help in our times of need. Quote, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. End quote. This divine mediation is something only Christ can do for us. Quote, For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. End quote. It is only through Christ's mediation that we have the wonderful privilege of approaching our Heavenly Father at any time, any place, and under any kind of circumstances. Jesus is our righteousness. Under the Old Covenant, a sacrifice was required each time a person sinned. In this way alone could atonement between God and man be made. However, through the blood of Jesus, a new covenant was established. No longer must we depend upon the continual sacrifices offered by a human priest for the forgiveness of our sins and alleviation of our guilt. Jesus' sacrifice is enough and has made him our true mediator. Quote, and for this reason he is the mediator of the new covenant by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant, that those who are called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. End quote. Ellen G. White further writes of this holy work which connects us to our Father. Quote, this Savior was to be a mediator, to stand between the Most High and His people. Through this provision, a way was opened whereby the guilty sinner might find access to God through the mediation of another. The sinner could not come in his own person, with his guilt upon him, and with no greater merit than he possessed in himself. Christ alone 
could open the way by making an offering equal to the demands of the divine law. He was perfect and undefiled by sin. End quote. With Jesus' sacrifice, we are offered a new covenant. And through this covenant, he offers us forgiveness and righteousness. As our mediator, all who accept Jesus are made a new creation, found blameless before God. Jesus is our intercessor. An intercessor is one who intercedes in some fashion on behalf of someone else. In the Old Testament, the priest would intercede on behalf of the people when performing sacrifices to God. Now we have the ultimate intercessor praying for us, Jesus. Quote, Therefore, he is also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. End quote. In John 17, Jesus petitions his Father for his disciples, including you and me. Here are a few things he prayed for, interceding for us in this chapter. Number one, protection by God's name. Number two, spiritual safety. Number three, protection for them from the evil one. Number four, sanctification and that they would be sent into the world. Number five, belief in him. Number six, unity among them. Number seven, Jesus's dwelling in their hearts. Number eight, that they would be with Jesus. And number nine, that they would continue to know Jesus. It is wonderful to know that others pray on our behalf. But how much greater is it to know that Jesus himself is our dedicated intercessor? Conclusion We no longer rely upon the temple sacrificial system to bring any reconciliation between us and God. Through Christ, we are made one with the Father, a true atonement. In Jesus, we have a mediator who provides us direct access to God, a true sacrifice providing full forgiveness of our sins, a high priest who sympathizes with our weaknesses, and a constant divine intercessor. Jesus is everything to us. For bibliographical and biblical references on this article and for much more content for elders and church leaders, please visit eldersdigest.org.